0: Hello wonderful people, welcome to another series of our personal development and leadership podcast. My name remains Opetin Mba. I'm your personal development and leadership coach. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about personal effectiveness. Yes, personal effectiveness. A lot of people have always said different things about personal effectiveness. I know everybody have different view on how we can be personally effective. But today, we are going to do a rundown on what personal effectiveness really is, the principles that we need to follow to get this very well, and also the need for one to be personally effective. So, when we are talking about personal effectiveness, we are simply referring to the making of the best use of our time and resources at our disposal when we make the best use of time and resources at our disposal in order to perform to the best of our abilities in the workplace or in the community, that is personal effectiveness. If we are able to make the best use of material, the best use of resources, the best use of time at our disposal for us to perform at our best, that is personal effectiveness. This would then mean you will be excellent in achieving your goals if you are able to make use of or if you are able to make the best use of resources and time at your disposal within your environment, within the workplace, you will be able to perform excellently and you'll be able to achieve your goals. In order to achieve personal effectiveness by applying efficiency time management, You will need to know how to 1. Identify time management profile and understand the principles of time management. You will also need to plan and organize your homework. You will also understand on how to draw up time efficient work plans to carry out the functions at work. You will also be able to implement time efficient work plans and can equally know how to maintain files and records all these are things that personal effectiveness can really 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 help you i say that personal effectiveness means making the most at all personal resources at our disposal our personal talents energy and time relative to what is most important to us yes making the most at all personal resources at our disposal. Our personal talents, energy, and time relative to what is most important to us. Why do we need this program or need this series or this particular podcast? Personal effectiveness creates success. So, be a star performer. We don't need only the but also self-improvement. Be a star performer. We don't only need degrees or, or medals. We need people who improve themselves and become better. What are the benefits of personal effectiveness, if I may ask, What are the benefits, if I should ask you? One of the benefits is that it will help you to develop the ability to think clearly and logically. Yes, through personal effectiveness, you'll be able to develop that ability to think clearly and logically. It structures thoughts and present ideas cohesively and effectively. Yes, personal effectiveness structures your thoughts and present your ideas cohesively and effectively. Personal effectiveness also increases the level of confidence in conducting oneself with internal and external customers. For those in the business world, in schools, in different places of work, personal um, effectiveness increases your level of confidence in conducting yourself within the organization and your external customers. Wow, wow, wow. Now what are we going to look at? If we really want to be personally effective, the things we need to do, number one, the positive impact it will create. We also see goal setting. We will look at the trust factor. How to create win-win relationship with yourself. Mastery, a plan for personal success. Workplace etiquette, we'll be looking at etiquette as well. We will see communication, time management, Stress management, conflict resolution, and then we will address emotions at work. Address emotions at work. Now, what is this positive impact we are talking about? You need to set some behaviors if you really want to be intentional about yourself. So, positive impact helps you to set behaviors that are beneficial at all levels of. Yes, I see you need to set behaviors that help you or that will be beneficial at all levels of the organization. Also, it is how to be the type of employee successful companies fight to keep that positive impact will make you to be that type of employee that successful companies will fight to keep People will always contact you on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on different medias for you to come and work with them. The ones that have you already want to always keep you. So applying seven highly performance behavior to their professional lives. Seven highly performance behavior to their professional life. They are set of behaviors that has been named as the seven. Behaviors that highly effective people always put on. These um behaviors are set up by Steve Covey. If you read that his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, you will see that one of the habits is being proactive. Being proactive, always plan. You need to know what you are going to do. Plan. Proactive. Don't wait until it happens before you start doing. The second habit is begin with the end in mind think of how the result is going to be before you even start it this will guide you along the process the third one is you need to put first things first yes first things first don't do things that are not relevant at the moment put things that are supposed to be first to be first The fourth one here is you need to think win-win, yes, whatever, just think win-win, it's either you win or you learn, there is nothing like you are losing, win-win, it's either you win or you learn, seek to understand, than to be understood, at workplaces, anywhere, always seek first for you to understand what is happening before you think of someone understanding you, you need to understand first. You need to synergize, synergize, make sure you work with synergy, work in agreement with people, work as a team, then you sharpen the saw. Always go for refresher conscience, always go for you to refresh yourself, sharpen the saw so that you keep on working very well. Don't go with a blunt saw at all times. Sharpen your soul now. Stand out at work. How are you going to do this? Career development is not always about moving up in the organization. Get this to your brain. Career development is not always about moving up in the organization. It is more about constantly improving yourself and getting the most out of your job and work life. To stand out in a good way, you need to be aware of the consequences of what you think say and do. Yes, career development is not always about moving up in the organization. It is more about constantly improving yourself and getting the most out of your organization and work life. Now, to stand out in a good way, you need to be aware of the consequence of what you think, what you say and what you do. Now, let's take a look at what you think or not. Think you can and will, then you succeed. If you think you can and you will, you are going to succeed. People have confidence in you when we have confidence in ourselves. But people only believe in us if we believe in ourselves. We gain confidence when we skill and knowledge in a better way. We have to skill up. So we always gain confidence when our skills and knowledge grow. When we gain more skills, we gain more uh, knowledge, we gain more confidence. So we need to continue to advance our skills, continue to advance our knowledge. Make self-development a plan just like what I do. I take personal development as something that is part of my life. To so make self-development a plan. Try new things. Think about your work as more than just a job. Yes, this is one aspect that a lot of people always get it wrong. They just say, oh, this is my job, I 9 to 5. Once it is 5 o'clock, you have a very happy shouting, going, go, go. Think of your work as more than just a job. You have to put in the energy, put in the enthusiasm, and put in a good attitude. Think excellence. Doesn't it feel great to get through the day without challenging ourselves to learn something new or do do something great? Have you ever feel very good that you went through a day without achieving anything great? No, it doesn't feel good doesn't feel good when you get through the day without doing something great. Go beyond the minimum efforts. Easy way and the safe path. You need to go beyond the minimum effort. Stop looking at them. What is the little, the littlest, what is the smallest effort I can do to get back? Think of what is the highest point I can go. What are the odds that I can even be the best in this thing? You need to work hard. What see or not don't use inappropriate language like you swear, don't complain or argue too much, don't be known for this, people who are known as people who complain or argue too much are always seen to be negative people don't talk about personal problems nobody care about your personal problems, people only listen to them so that they can make more clear of you so keep your personal problems to you except we know that that person really care about you that how do you know? Who cares? That is a topic for another day. <laughs> yes, you need to say no to politics. As dicey as this can be, don't engage yourself in political issues in the office or anywhere you go to. Say no to politics. Don't talk politics or religion. These are issues that always bring strife and rivalry. Right in organizations or in any business area, so try as much as possible to exempt yourself from this. You can still have better avenues to talk about religion or any other thing, but try to always excuse yourself from most of this topic. What to do as continual? What and what not to do? Now. Be professional by meeting commitments and respecting your representatives or responsibilities to others and yourself. You need to be professional by meeting commitments and respecting your responsibilities to others and yourself. No you know things you are supposed to do to others and yourself. Don't work and overwork yourself without taking care of yourself. Also, don't enjoy and leave your work and leave the responsibility are supposed to carry out look and act professionally have fun at work and at the same time let people know you can handle difficult situations with a level of understanding so don't just be a workaholic without you taking out time to have fun you should be able to have fun at work and same and at the same time let people know you can handle situations with a level head yeah your head should be high up there very calm very cool don't go beyond let people understand that you can do different things at different situations wash your appearance by being well groomed, bathed trimmed and combed hair and well-dressed accepted clothes for the position you want tuck in your shirts always be a clean shade at Machine sucks. Be mature by behaving like a reliable grown-up. Don't uh, go and behave like a kid in an uh, in, in a gathering where people will be like, "Ah, this one is just mature outside, but within you don't look like a mature person." So don't make people talk down on you. Always behave like a mature person and look reliable. Now let us go into how to create growth opportunities for yourself how are we going to do this if we really want to create growth opportunities for ourselves one of the ways we are going to look at is you need to be able to build relationships i always tell people that my strongest hold as a person is relationships i build relationships I know how valuable relationships are to me. So building relationships is one of the things that gives you that leverage to grow yourself. It is an opportunity that helps you grow. So learn how to build relationships. Learn from your mistakes. You are not your mistake, but you should be able to learn from it so that it do not repeat itself. It is always said that when you repeat a mistake is not a mistake in the first place but when you repeat, uh, repeat it often it is no longer a mistake so learn from your mistakes so before they will now turn to failure you have to also be flexible that's not my job I don't want to do that who does that when this kind of statements start coming out from your mouth, even if we understand that that is not your job, even if we know that you are not supposed to do that, this make you to be seen in a bad way. There are so many ways you can present this same statement in a better way. No, don't say, that's not my job or I don't want to do that. Now we are into goal setting. Goal setting. Goal setting is a topic on its own that I have discussed in several locations. But i want to just run down on this when you want to set your goals you need to ensure that your goals are smart when i say smart i mean that your goals need to be specific what does it mean for your goals to be specific your goal should be in the form of what, why and how they should contain the what question what should i do what can i do to get across this why am i doing this what is the purpose of me doing this that is the why and how the manner how am i going to do this your goals should also be measurable it is always said that if you cannot measure it you cannot manage it so ensure that your goals are measurable your goal should also be attainable goals you set which are too far out of your reach you probably won't commit to doing them yes any goal that you said that is too far from your reach you're actually not gonna be able to commit yourself to doing that your goal should be realistic this is not a synonym for easy realistic in this case means doable. Do able there should be something you can be able to do not that and i'm saying you should do something that's very easy let your goal be realistic and finally your goal should be timely it should be timely put time to your goals set a time frame for the goal for can it be next week in three months by fifth grade putting an end point on your goal gives you a clear target toward your work if you say okay i just want to start doing this thing i can finish it at any time my brother my sister you may never finish it so you should be able to put Time to your goals, even if it is within a year, two or three, or short-term goals within a day, a week, and how there about so try and ensure that your goals are smart, that means they should be specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. How do you create win-win relationships? You need to develop your communication and behavioral skill. Create a climate of trust, collaboration, and goodwill with co workers. This is the way you can create a win win relationship. You need to develop your communication and behavioral skills to create a climate of trust, collaboration, and goodwill with your co workers or business partners. How do we master ourselves? How do we master ourselves? Learn a set of principles and personal management skills that will change how you view your life and enable you to grow in personal confidence and effectiveness. This is how you master yourself because this is a plan for personal success. When you learn a set of principles and personal management skills that help you change how you view yourself, how you do your life, it enables you to grow in personal confidence and uh, effectiveness, yes. So, self-mastery has to do with receptivity, your character, your confidence, and your individuality. Who you are. So, that is very good. Now, we are going to talk about etiquette at work etiquette at work we may not take time to define what etiquette is or go too deep but there are some guiding principles that we need to follow at work some are written some are not written but the main meaning of etiquette from where it is derived here can be a ticket containing rules which shows that the pair of the etiquette Understand what you're supposed to do in that particular occasion. That is where the word etiquette is derived from. That it is a ticket, a ticket that shows that the bearer of that ticket understands the rule that guide that particular occasion. So there are some principles you're supposed to abide by when you are at work. Though they differ based on the organization, the culture, and different things. You need to say hello say hello to people for instance say hello how are you your physical and verbal behavior matters a lot don't stand and put your hands on your instrument greeting in the workplace always shake firmly not through um not in a rush or for a very long time you need to sit up straight at work keep your appearance very neat always dress for the occasion you have to be self-aware. These are some tips that I'm giving you about etiquette. You have to be self-aware. Self-awareness is a critical component to etiquette in any situation. Taking particular notes of co-workers' annoyance is a good place to start. Use them as rules of harmful behaviors that you find particularly obstructive and make a concrete effort not to do the same. When you know what always your co-workers your at workplace, but ensure you use that as a benchmark not to do that to them again. So you need to use your common sense. Try not to be too loud and unpleasant when talking. Avoid strong cologne or perfume. Use light and soft ones. All these are tips of etiquette. You need to mind your own business. Don't put nose in everything you hear. So, you need to keep your noise to yourself. Keep your noise to yourself. Don't be too loud in the office. Use speakers or headphones only, or speakerphone only on conference call. If it is not a conference call, you have to use your hands free so that you keep it to yourself. Don't talk loudly across partitions answer phone call promptly. Don't let your phone always ring separate times before picking. It doesn't speak well of you. Keep cell phone ringers low. Just like me, in our office, it is very difficult for you to know my ring too because I don't think anybody has heard how my phone rings. My phone is always on vibration and that is how a good um, office etiquette is supposed to be. Keep your ring in parallel so that when it rings you should be the only one to know how to start it. Ensure you pick your cough. You also need to keep your chance to yourself. Yes, this is basic, but many overlook it. Cover your mouth when you sneeze and cough. So, that is what I mean by keeping your chance to yourself. Failure to do so is rude, inconsiderate and stupid. If you don't cover your mouth when you cough, you are rude and you are also and more so, you are stupid, oh yes, yes, you are stupid by doing that. Now, communication, communication, this is very vital in every place you go to because this always cause a lot of issues. So, speak with more confidence and listen carefully to build rapport. Analyze and utilize body language to your account. That is why some messages are not to be passed on phone or passed on, a, let's say, on social media messaging or emails because most times our communication, when accompanied with body language, can help the listener get more of what you are saying. So, when you speak with more confidence and listen carefully, it helps you build rapport should be able to analyze and use body language to your very own advantage now we are going into time management as we are going or drawing closer to the end of our series time management you should be able to realize that time management is a myth we have only 24 hours in a day time doesn't change all we can actually manage is ourselves what we do with the time we can never use that, We can never change time. We can only manage ourselves. We can manage time. Get this right. We can manage time. We manage ourselves to fit into that little 24 hours that we have. So we should be able to find out where we are wasting time. Many of us are prey to time wasters that still time, we could be using much more productively. The time you are supposed to be using productively. We have some time wasters that make us do you waste them. Do you spend too much time net surfing, reading emails, or making personal calls? Look at that and think about it. You need to prioritize ruthlessly. Yes, you should be able to prioritize ruthlessly. Learn to delegate and or outsource. If you know you can't do it, no what you want so you should learn that that is a very good managerial uh, function managerial skill you should learn how to delegate and or outsource we are also going to look at stress management stress management after stress management we are going to look at conflict resolution thereafter we will be heading to the flow. how do you manage stress avoid people who stress you out Avoid hot bond topics, pare down your to-do lists. Yes. These three things will help you to manage your stress. Avoid people who stress you out. Avoid hot bond topics, pare down your to-do list so that all the time you're not jumping from one place to another. Now, conflict resolution. How do you do this? You need to listen first, talk second. Don't try to always talk first before listen keep people and problems separate yes many of us are fond of doing this when an issue or happen when something occur you put the person and the problem together oh he has been doing this i know him to be this i know him to be that first of all isolate the person from the problem that is when you'll be able to analyze it critically if not you are going to be judging what happened today based on what this person have done before but doesn't supposed to be so that is not a good conflict management um, strategy it's not a good conflict resolution principle so you should be able to keep people and problems separate make sure that good relationships are first a priority use active listening skills to ensure that you hear and understand others position Perceptions. When you talk to an adult, assertive approach rather than a submissive or aggressive style doesn't make sense. When you talk to an adult, assertive approach rather than a submissive or aggressive time. So when you are talking to an adult, you have to be submissive don't have to be aggressive you have to talk even making your point known but in a polite way always calm down your voice know that you are not talking to maybe your friend or even if it is your friend but they are better ways to present ideas and make someone reason with you now how do we address emotions at work i think this is the last thing we are okay we will look at that and our attitude then that will be the end for this series, how do we address emotions at work? We should kick habits that hurt us. Habits such as procrastination, overeating, being disorganized, avoiding conflicts. Learn how to stay calm and clear headed when you start to lose your temper. Eliminate overreacting behaviors and replace them with reasonable behaviors. Learn behavior modification skills that people will notice. And will likely want to copy themselves. Take ownership of your emotions and your reaction. I repeat, take ownership of your emotions and your reaction. Another important thing is your attitude. Always keep a positive attitude. Talk nicely and be a nice person. Don't be someone who everybody know to be very rude. Someone who have a questionable attitude. To always keep a positive attitude and this will always add to your emotional bank account. This will always add to your personal effectiveness. Thank you for being with us from the beginning of this series to the very end. I remain your personal development and leadership coach. It has been a wonderful time with you and I hope to see you in the next series of our podcast.